Welcome to Everything Life Coaching. I'm John Kim. And I'm Noelle Cordeaux. We are the founders of Lumia. And we're super passionate about all things coaching, and we want to share what we've learned from over a decade of coaching and training thousands of life coaches. Let's dive into the science and magic of coaching. So on today's episode, what are we talking about, Noelle? We're talking about how to life coach yourself. Mm. And we're going to drill down really specifically with what I think is, is truly the foundation of coaching, which is awareness. So how do we life coach ourselves and how do we do it using and building our muscle of awareness? What's your relationship with self-awareness like, or what's the journey of your relationship with self-awareness been like? Um, it's been a long one. And um, before my divorce, um, I self-awareness, I wasn't interested in it. It was something that was extra. It was something that I would get to later. And I was so f- driven and focused on, on trying to be quote unquote successful. Um, today, now, I think awareness of self is the beginning. I think it starts with that. I think that ripples outward. And so every day it's a check-in with yourself, you know, and being aware of your inner journey, I believe, affects your outer journey, if that makes yeah. sense. It does. It does. And, and there are so many pieces of self-awareness. It's, it's the experience of our inner journey. And I think especially what I see with clients to center us in our topic today is a lot of people are really used to beating themselves up and mm-hmm. suffering. And they have not considered that the way that you feel on the inside is actually your best compass to let you know if this is something you want to do or not. <laughs> yes. Oh, that is so powerful. Um, I mean, you know, what comes to my mind uh, is, is obviously relationships, but even so, so yesterday, uh, true story, uh, had one of the worst discouraging uh, meetings with uh, <laughs> with my publishers, and after it, um, what I noticed was my crumble inside. Like they found me out. I'm an imposter. I'm not going to be able to execute. Like all these self limiting beliefs, and so to be aware of that and then start from there is you know that's the prescription. And and when you're life coaching yourself, because if you skip that space. And you, you just become discouraged and you're in a bad mood. Um, there's no growth. There's no learning. There's just a lot of reactions, right? So um, I think that's that's a daily, weekly thing, um, you know, what you just said, starting with, with that. It is. And and I'm sorry you had that experience. And then, you know, the other piece of it, too, is, is I want to normalize that experience. Mm. I want to normalize that experience of crumbling inside, of yeah. having day of feeling like, oh my God, I fucked it all up. Like that's what midlife is all about. I think really is hard lessons where, you know, there was less awareness when you were younger. And now when the rubber really meets the road, you know, how do we navigate and how do we navigate in real ways? So in coach training, when you're working with a coach to do this, your coach is your strategic partner. Mm -hmm. You're evaluating and integrating multiple sources of information that can help the client gain awareness, and that sits as the foundation of future action. And 
a big part of the change that happens from the coaching relationship itself is that awareness. So here you are, you have this bad meeting, you're by mm-hmm. yourself, you're struggling, you're struggling with these, these internal thoughts, feelings, yeah. you know, whatever. If you were working with a coach, you would probably bring that challenge to the space of coaching, but not all of us have that luxury. So in right. session, the first thing that the coach is going to do is to hear what you said and then begin to connect the dots with patterns of emotion, hesitancy, your voice, mm-hmm. and all of your senses to get into this underlying issue and support you as a whole person. Do you want to play with this? Do you want some healing? What do, what do you need? What do you want? Do you want to do me? Yeah, do you I, I already, um, I already hear your voice. I heard your voice yesterday as this happened. Um, because, um, I hear you would say something like, you know, let's, let's talk about what is true. Let's separate what is true and what is the feelings that's coming up because the feelings can, get you to believe something that's not true. Right. Uh, yes. Which is life coaching. Yeah. Which is coaching. And 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 then there's there's another um, part of it here is connecting the dots with those patterns. So, you know, a coaching question that I would have, and a coaching question that you might use for yourself, you know, to really hone in on self-compassion is like, wow, that that imposter syndrome voice, how long have I been dealing with that fellow? 10 years, 15 years, more. 10 years, yeah. 15 years. So that voice itself is one of your deep patterns. Mm-hmm. It's a self-defense mechanism yes. that comes back around to punch yourself in the face just to make sure that you're feeling shitty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, and it came from um, my old screenwriting days. It, came, it, it comes from my story. Usually, usually the... Um, you know the the monster that's that's uh, cast uh, comes from our story. Me with my imposter syndrome that is tied to my story, my early days, and 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 trying to you know um, break into uh, screenwriting. So, how do you think that that voice is actually trying to help you? How when when that voice first started, how was it protective for you? Like, what did it do for you? Yeah, I wonder. Uh, so, with the imposter voice i mean i don't know i think one way that it helps me is that uh it it tells me you need to write yourself out of this so you know like always going back to what's on the page you can do this you can prove to other people that you are in fact a writer here's an opportunity not a door closing if that makes sense it does. So talk a little bit more about that. So, you know, the imposter syndrome, when we're saying, you know, you want to write yourself out of this, it's almost like the, the story, you're taking yourself as a character out of your own story. Yeah, there's almost like, okay, uh, John, this is an opportunity for you to prove yourself, um, not in an ego way, but prove to yourself that you can do something, or that you are a writer that that you are not an imposter. So, um behind the imposter is an opportunity. It's an opportunity to not be one, you know? 
this is beautiful awareness. This is how it works. So, you know, and, and when we're, as we're kind of dicing through this, this is what a coach is trained to do. Mm-hmm. This is what you learn in life coaching. It's really hard to take the space to do it for yourself because it requires re- creating quiet moments of reflection when you're in pain. So what I'm hearing from you, what I think I'm hearing from you is that this voice started out as kind of a bully yes. in your younger years uh, of, of saying, okay, like do better, mm-hmm. you know, essentially push you to do better. But what I'm hearing right now is that at this point in your life, if you understand the helping intention of this voice, which is actually growth mindset. Yes, that's what it is. Yes. Is there a way for you to reframe that crumbly feeling and say, well, my inner wisdom is actually telling me what and say it in a kind way? Telling you that you have a great opportunity to um, show your gifts and to continue to prove to yourself that you're a writer or that you can you know, do, do whatever it is that you need to do. Um, and in in this case, that would be, yeah. Uh, uh, writing a book. (laughs) Yes, yes, absolutely. So, you know, first thank you, John, thank you for so beautifully embodying this. And, And that's really step one when we're thinking about awareness is to really get below the surface and say, well, what's the history of this? What's the history of this feeling? How does it relate to me in my life? Has it protected me in the past? Is it serving me now? So if we're doing this, on our own, the whole point is for you to become an observer of yourself mm-hmm. in the context of your own life. Mm-hmm. So some ways that I can think about this is number one, you need the space for reflection. Um, a journal is a great way to begin hacking away at your inner thoughts. I personally don't do well with journals. Um, I'm a very verbal person. Yeah. And so I process this stuff through my friends. Yes. I process it through, through trusted people. Um, what are some other ways that, that you might think about could be useful to cultivate this voice by yourself? Uh, I'm like you. I'm not a big journaler, um, but I do think writing is therapeutic. So for me, um, it isn't really journaling. This is going to sound really weird. It's actually through content. Um, this Us making a podcast helps me because we're talking yes. about it. You know, We're reflecting on it. We're talking about the process. Uh, so I do a video or I do, I do a, a podcast episode or I write an article like to me that that's always been my therapy and it still is. Absolutely. Yeah. I had a client once who created solo podcasts just to yeah. be able to hear some thoughts. Yes. And I thought that was a wonderful outlet. You can write your own blog posts. If you, even if you never hit publish, you can you know yeah. get a Google doc and, and really do it. Um, talk out loud to yourself, mm-hmm. you know, hear those thoughts. So once we get to the reflection and and move beyond the surface, one of the instincts that we would have coming out of coach training is to move right to a solution, a solution for this particular immediate moment. And that's normal and natural, but it actually misses the bigger opportunity to create a true shift in the pattern of how you engage with this thing as it relates to your whole life. Mm. So I've known you for a long time and this is a pattern that has come up before. 
what would it be like for you if you had a way to start permanently shifting this pattern? Well, first, I, I also, speaking of awareness, one thing I realized is when I'm down, my ability to get back up or reframe or pull from a growth mindset is um, it's a lot stronger than it used to be. So before, when I was down, I, I may be down for weeks. You may not see me for a while. I may pull a, a David Chappelle and I'm on an island somewhere. Um, I'm escaping. Um, but, you know, this this thing happened yesterday and this morning, I'm already you know, encouraged and ready to kind of, you know, hit, hit the drawing board again. And, uh, I'm not on my back. I'm, I'm on my feet again in a very short period of time. So I think with practice and, and that's kind of, um, one thing to realize whether you're working with a client or yourself is, uh, the quicker you could bounce back just is proof that, uh, those muscles are stronger. Those are where Absolutely. Yeah, the process. Absolutely. And, and, and something I want to just draw attention to here is that get that awareness is part of the puzzle because it's the, the questions that we're asking of ourselves is, is where did this pattern come from? Who have I been? Mm-hmm. Who am I now? Mm-hmm. And then the other space for consideration that most people don't get to because we're so stuck in that present moment solution set is who do I want to be yeah. next? Yeah. Next. So let's push to a future version of you. What does what does mastery and success of this pattern look like for you if you can dream into it? Um, not being shaken um, if uh, people don't like your work. Uh, being more confident as a writer. Um, there were a lot of things that actually has happened that I can't get into that were uh, was beyond my control. Um, but I'm learning a lot about the, the process, um, of, of publishing a book. I, you know, it's, uh, learning a lot of things I didn't know before, uh, the importance of working with one editor instead of three. So like, there's a lot of things that I'm learning that, um, I'm not blaming myself for, if that makes sense. I think you brought up a really good point and that's the expanse of things beyond our control. Mm-hmm. Because when we're considering the self and we're considering the locus of control and the patterns and the ways that we beat ourselves up and awareness, implicit in that it are all of these questions. Well, what else is there? Right. You know, what else exists? And what else exists is a whole raft of things that are beyond your control, which it sounds like here is also um, really fertile soil for learning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that, for acceptance, that, for learning, for surrendering, all of those. So, okay. So this is this is a great example of, of really how you know how to do this. So you have this new information right now. If you were to take it and integrate it as a gift, as an offering for a future version of yourself, what would that be like? What would I wait? Repeat the question. What would I offer um, um, as a gift to the future version of myself? Yeah. So we're looking at this pattern, yeah. the the self imposter pattern that comes around and beats you up. And you're saying, well, you know, something different that happened this time is is I have a whole lot more resilience, mm-hmm. and something else 
that's different that happened this time is holy shit, I have all this new learning mm-hmm. and a new set of understanding. So if we're taking those two pieces that are here now that weren't here in the past of saying, well, I'm really good at bouncing back and wow, I can I can really harness the fact that I'm learning a lot. And we're taking those two nuggets and saying, all right, you know, we have your past, we have your present. This is also an opportunity to define for yourself who you want to be in the future. Yeah. How do we take these pieces? What would it look like to carry these pieces with you? So, you know, there's another part of the, this that I didn't talk about. And it's um, it's been a humbling experience, meaning um, I think because I've been publishing without any uh, without a lot of um, struggle that um, there's an assumption there's uh, you know riding the wave ego um, all of that and so me having a, a, a difficult time right now is medicine it kind of humbles me it reminds me that um, <clears throat> writing is hard. It reminds me that things aren't just handed to you. It reminds me that you got to get up and, and, and do what you used to do and write your ass off and, and all of this. And so, uh, as, as, as far as my future self, I would like to be a writer <laughs> with, with less ego. I want to be more humbled as a writer, right? So this is, um, this could possibly be a catalyst to that. Wow. That's a really profound statement. So, so if I'm thinking about, you know, the recipe for the future of your life, it includes resilience. It includes learning, growth. It includes the idea that there's always another door. I can always move on. And it also includes humility. Yeah, humility. There's a, there's a saying in the gym that the, the weights don't lie, meaning it doesn't matter you know, like, you know, 50 pounds is 50 pounds. That's never going to change. And with writing, it doesn't matter in what form it matters what's on the page. So it doesn't matter what you look like. It doesn't matter how many people, you know, how rich you are, how poor you are. It just matters what's on the page. And this was a great reminder of that. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. So we have the recipe book. We have the past, the future. We have where you are now. You have what you want to pull into the future. And going back to the coaching process where what a coach would do at this stage of the game with awareness, because we have so much here is to say, all right, you know, we've taken stock of what we've learned. We've taken stock of who we are. We have the beginning of an idea of who we want to be. Mm -hmm. And then there are two buckets, the bucket that has everything else, everything that we just talked about in it, everything that we know. Mm -hmm. And the next bucket is what do we not know? that we need to learn. Mm. I don't, I don't know um, how this book's going to be received in uh, to the public. I don't know if I'm going to get a next book deal. Um, I don't know what I'm going to write next. Yeah. Those are all things I don't know. Um, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I don't know anything other than I just have to write with honesty and show up in a way that is, you know, that is, truthful and that, that's, all, yeah. that's all i can do uh, there's nothing else i can do absolutely yeah. so this is a great exploration of the second bucket so i heard two things from you i heard um a set of fears mm-hmm. these are all of the unknowns mm-hmm. these are all the things that are beyond my control and then i also heard um a self-compass of all i can do is be honest all i can do mm-hmm. is 
my truth. So when we're thinking about this second bucket of what we don't know and what we need to know, the, the coaching question that I, that I have and, and I want to demonstrate for everyone is how to zoom yourself out and look at yourself as a character in your own life at this point. Mm. So, you know, as a writer, as a screenwriter, if you were writing the story of your own life, character development goes a lot deeper. Well, then here's, here's John's fears. Here's John's compass. Mm. It's how you relate to those fears. Mm. It's how you relate to that compass. Yeah. So if you're actually crafting the character arc of your own life in this moment, filling that future bucket, how do you want to relate to your fears? Oh, I want to, um, I want to be aware of my fears, but not allow my fears to stop me or define me. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to be aware of, um, you know, insecurities, uh, uh, I want to know that writing, um, you should be very appreciative and grateful for the fact that uh, that uh, that you are right. You you have an opportunity to write a book instead of thinking about all the other ones that may be coming or not coming, and the yeses or no. So, like the idea of being very uh, present and mindful in your craft. Yeah, yeah. How do you want to relate to your inner compass of honesty? Uh, reduce the noise outside, uh, uh, take, you know, take in, uh, criticism, um, like it's the word of God first. And then after that, um, find your own truth in that, if that makes sense. So, um, when someone gives you notes, whether it's a friend or a professional editor, um, to look at it with objectivity and that this is truth. And then through the process, realize, okay, this is now my truth. Some of this works, some of this doesn't, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So I just want to mirror back the process that we work through of like the surface issue, you know, what's underneath it, mm-hmm. where am I in, where am I now? And then how do I want to relate to myself in the future bucket mm-hmm. of, of, of what I need to know and what I need to learn? So if we were to start from this vantage point right here of developing an action step to act on this awareness the view that you're holding right now about how you're going to orient in the world as a writer moving forward is so much more expansive than the initial issue that you came in with, which was I had a shitty meeting and I felt bad. Right. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Right. (laughs) So, so we just, we took this to a place of, an opportunity for expansion and change that can support you for the next decade. Yeah. It's about pulling back and seeing the cumulative instead of living in the trenches, which, uh, you know, can apply to anything in life. Yeah, it's so can. So, um, if you're, if you're working through this with yourself, you know, John and I have the opportunity to, to do this, um, with each other after years of long knowing and, and a whole lot of professional competency. If you're, so if you're sitting at home and saying, well, I don't have a John, I don't have a Noel, you know, how do I do this? Um, something that's coming up for me are role models. Mm-hmm. Thinking about people who have become before, um, who have been some people that have been, you know, touch points on your journey that have, it, have helped you along the way, just by consuming their, their content, their work. For me, it's uh, it's Bruce Lee, Quentin Tarantino, uh, Charles Bukowski. It's a lot of people who um, 
aren't necessarily uh, self-help writers, but um, there's something in their story or how they worked or how they saw the world that it's really impacted me as far as, you know, coloring outside the lines. And Yeah, yeah. absolutely. For me, it's um, uh, Caroline Miller, uh, positive psychologist, mm-hmm. Barbara Fredrickson, mm-hmm. positive psychologist. Um, I remember Caroline Miller talking about how most successful people experience an average of seven major failures wow. in their life. Right. Yeah. And, um, and also uh, looking at the science of, of grit is that the people who are the most successful often aren't the ones who are the, the smartest or the most talented. Mm-hmm. They're the ones, the staying power to get back up in these exact moments. Yeah. Doing the because, reps. Yeah. Like these are the moments where you want to like go to that Island with, yeah. with Dave Chappelle. Yeah. Like, right. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like these are the moments where it's so tempting to throw in the towel. So um, finding those role models, finding those people or groups that you can be a part of. Like I know within Lumia coaching, our coaches rely on each other mm-hmm. and their mentors and their instructors for this kind of motivation. Um, I know that you have a great crew at your gym and you might not talk about this stuff, but how does, how does the energy of the people in the groups that, you belong to contribute to your resiliency uh feeling uh i feel supported i feel heard i feel like i'm not alone and um you know and also everyone else is going through their stuff too so it's not just you you know so uh, this is just life and also i want to say if you're listening to this uh or watching this you can you can replay this and go through the steps that noel just did and using um, Noel is kind of a guide and, and you can coach yourself in that way. So you could, you could do this alone. You don't have to do it with other people. Um, because Noel just gave you the, the framework. Yep. Yep. We have the framework and, and also, you know, don't, don't forget about those resources, yeah. role models, group, even if you're not talking about, you know, your specific thing, because the payoff is getting to connect with that future version of yourself. Yeah. And the big question, uh, the coaching question that's used that I want to leave us with is, is who will you be? Mm-hmm. Who will you be? Mm-hmm. And if we're thinking about, you know, everything that we just worked through today, the reason why the question, who will you be, is so imperative at the point of defining awareness is because it combats the desire to ask, what will you do? Mm. Let's get rid of this capitalist bullshit where we're always trying to get people to work, Mm -hmm. right? Seriously, like this is your life. This is your one precious life. Mm. Who will you be when you are able to harness this stuff? Um, And I hope John, how are you feeling? How did this? How did this go for you? I'm feeling energized. Uh, my my bib is a uh, is a is a small cape now as I <laughs> go and tackle the day. So thank you for that. Yeah, you're super welcome. Yeah. You're super welcome. And so you know, honing in on the self, honing in on the way that we feel on the inside, uh, keeping in mind that we all deserve to feel peace. And that so much of the noise that comes at us, our old patterns, things beyond our control, the normal adult stress of living our lives, and that you can always turn both inward and to trusted friends for a conversation like this to work yourself through some much needed awareness. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Be well. Be well. Take good care. 
Thanks for listening to Everything Life Coaching. If you're feeling the draw to become a coach, head to lumiacoaching.com slash everything. Explore a new career that brings fulfillment, gives you a true sense of purpose, and a bold community to do it with. Lumia is ready to equip you with the tools, training, and community you will need to reach your goals. If you're ready to build a unique coaching business on your own terms while making an impact on the world at large, Lumia is the next bold step in your coaching journey. That's lumiacoaching.com slash everything. And hey, if you're waiting for a sign, this is it.